Hey guys, welcome to Keeping It Real with Somi podcast. My name is Opachi Som, but everyone calls me Somi. S-O-M-M-Y. I'm a teacher and content writer committed to reconciling men to Christ through the works of my hand. On my podcast, you will learn through the stories and thoughts I share how to live an intentional life with Christ as the foundation. I want to show you how living for Christ influences your lifestyle and makes a difference. I also want to remind anyone listening who might be lost that it is not late to come home to Abba, but it all starts with you making a decision. Come along now. Hi, my people. Welcome back to my podcast. Welcome back to a new episode on this season. I still remain your host, Sumi. And just in case you have forgotten, let me remind you. This podcast, Keeping It Real with Sumi, was birthed to influence lifestyles using the word of God and also to reach out to youths out there who are confused, sad, broken, bitter, pained, hurt, and remind them that it is not too late to come home to their father. And on this note, I say welcome to Keeping It Real with Sumi podcast, where we influence lifestyles using the word of God as our guide and keeping it a hundred. If you listen to the introduction, let me see your hands. (laughs) Okay, just kidding, just kidding. But if you did, if you did, I'm sure you heard that we're going to be discussing about the vulnerability that comes with intentionality. That is the part of you that becomes vulnerable once you decide to be intentional with building your life. Once you decide to be intentional with your friendships, with your relationship, with everything that you do with your life. Now, this sense of vulnerability grips you once you decide that, okay, I'm going to be doing this with myself. I'm not going to just let the sways get to me. I'm going to be having a few people on this episode who are going to come talk to us. We're going to come discuss with us on how they have struggled with being intentional in the year 2021 and the vulnerability has brought the sense of um, vulnerability. Yeah, because you know the thing is that when we talk about vulnerability, we forget the days where you don't feel like doing something, the days where you feel like your world is crashing down, the days where you feel like everything is not falling into place and you feel like there's no one to talk to, no one that's going to understand you. So yeah, on this season, we're going to have a bunch of people. We're going to come in. It might be a group of two. It might be a one person per session. But we're going to have people come talk to us about the vulnerability that they have experienced in this year 2021 with being intentional with their lives and how they were able to come out of that vulnerability how they were able to come out of that situation using their vulnerability as their strength how they were able to overcome that challenge using their vulnerability as a source of strength now i'm super excited because it's been a long time i had people on my show in fact i don't think this has happened in over six seven months and so i'm pretty excited i look forward to it and i hope you're looking forward to it too guys like this is amazing it's amazing and when this idea came to me i was battling with coming back here you know it's been a while i've been off so i wanted to come back but what do I come back and tell these people? My year didn't just go. It started off with me deciding to be intentional, but then it went up and then came down. It went up and came down. So I just didn't know how to put it all and just say, okay, this is how my year has been. This is why I've been off. I just didn't know how to come back here and connect with you guys. But then the Holy Spirit made me understand that sometimes we have to use our vulnerability as a source of strength. Sometimes things happen to us and we just use it. We tap strength from it and we overcome that situation using 
that weakness as a source of strength so i look forward to this season i look forward to the episodes that we'll be delving into and i'm totally excited guys now on these episodes we're going to be having a breakdown of three topics we're going to be looking at personal vulnerability this is the vulnerability that comes on your growth process and on your journey you know we're going to talking about how you've been vulnerable in your career how you've been vulnerable in your education how you've been vulnerable in your growth as a person and then we're going to be looking at the family vulnerability we're talking about dealing with past family trauma and also present day family expectation i'm sure we all have something to say about that you know your parents have all these plans let's not even talk about the future plans we're talking about the now plans they tell you uh, you're supposed to be doing this now they have all this present day expectation and it takes a level of vulnerability to be able to communicate to them and say okay i get that you have all these expectations and plans for me but at this point at this time i can't or at this time i would rather not or at this time i can let's do this you know we're going to be talking about all of that then lastly friendship vulnerability we're going to be talking about how realizing or how much people have realized that friendship means a lot to them or basically realizing how friendship or what friendship means to you and we're also going to be talking about past fears about friendship past fears about relationship and how it has um, affected you as an individual as an adult and how you're overcoming these challenges how you're overcoming these fears so you can see that this season is gonna be packed you know we're gonna be unloading a whole lot of baggage and we're gonna be breathing in some fresh news we're gonna be breathing some fresh air and if you're listening to this episode and you're out there struggling with being vulnerable in your personal life with being vulnerable in your family or with your family or being vulnerable with your friends with your partners then i just might tell you that this is the right place to be come hear us talk come hear us establish how this year has made us feel vulnerable in ways that we cannot have imagined but this is how we overcame this is how we use this vulnerability to overcome this situation this is how we use this vulnerability to overcome and come out stronger i'm so excited guys so for today's episode what are we going to be talking about it's amazing how i'm sitting here and I'm just wondering, how did we get here? Like we went all the way in 2020. Went up, we went up, we, we went from having all the plans and dreams in 2020 to having the Corona outbreak. And you know, in just a minute, life changed. Everything took a drastic turn. And for some people, it took a drastic turn for worse. Why for some people, it took a drastic turn for the better. But all I know is that it took a drastic turn. Change of plans were needed. And it takes a lot of strength to come to this point where you realize that, okay, this is where I am in Christ. and I've decided, emphasis on decided, that I'm going to be intentional with my growth. I'm going to be intentional with the way I live my life here on earth. I'm not going to let the things that happen to me overwhelm me. I'm not going to allow the things that happen to me sway me from my path. I'm going to be intentional about everything that I do until I die. That's such a powerful revelation. And not everyone, everyone has tapped into that yet. So if you're doing this right now, I say kudos to you. I cheer you on because it is not easy. Sometimes 
sometimes you feel like everything is calling everything is coming at you so fast sometimes you feel overwhelmed sometimes you just want to give up sometimes you're tired but all i can say is that trust me it gets better it gets better and it's it's only going to go forward from them so on this episode we're going to be discussing three major points and i'm going to be starting with for me personal vulnerability i'm going to be telling you guys how i struggled on my growth journey i struggled with quitting my nine to five and going into freelancing now that might seem interesting to some people but it was a hard transition such a hard transition i went from um having uh an outlined plan to having so much time and not having the discipline to control the time and let's not forget that <laughs> at the start of the year at the start of the year i thought that this was god's plan for me so you can realize you can understand that it it was it was a, a really hard blow for me understanding that sometimes we how do i put this okay let me rephrase that you know sometimes things happen and they are good sometimes things happen and they are great and you just assume that because of this thing is great because of this thing is good it's from god but then it just might not be from god because it might not be in the plans that he has for you at the time it might just be the fates aligning or it might even be the devil trying to distract you sometimes you get me so at the start of the year I got a job and it was a pretty cool one and I felt okay this is God telling me okay Chisom come in here dominate here be the shining light that you've always been and coming to realize that it wasn't in the plan God had for me it was such a huge struggle and I had to be vulnerable I had to quit my job and for about one month I was floating I didn't know what I wanted to do I didn't even think I could go into freelancing but then boom we we came across someone who told me that I could actually have a swell time as a freelancer and I said okay I prayed about it and that's how I started I started to brand myself I started to put myself out there let people know that okay I can do this I can do that and then I got a few certifications I got a few classes I got a few tutorials did a lot of YouTube learning and I can say that I'm glad I did. It took it took up most of my first half of the year. I was learning all through the first half of the year, but I'll say it was good. It was good. Okay, I've gotten it. Okay. And I'm really glad that I did. I'm glad because one thing it did help me with was that it helped me with my discipline. <sighs> let's not even go to that 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 part because see discipline is hard people will tell you that yeah you just have to be disciplined but they will not tell you that it's hard and the thing about discipline is that you have to decide what kind of pattern you want you have to decide what kind of pattern you want for yourself so i struggle with dif- discipline in the first part of my freelancing days and sometimes i feel like i still struggle with it but i am I've been able to overcome most of it with the word of God and with the Holy Spirit so it's helping. Now, when I first started freelancing, 
I wasn't disciplined, so I didn't have a control of my time. And that's why I couldn't balance a lot of things. I couldn't balance being on my podcast. I couldn't balance being on social media. Yeah, I was very inconsistent on social media. I was off Instagram for about four months. So yeah, that for me, that's a record breaker because, you know, I'm always on Instagram. Not like a, I'm always there, but, you know, I, I love to post on Instagram. So you always find me on Instagram, my posts on Instagram. So it was hard because I wasn't able to balance all this and I didn't have the discipline. But then I had to develop my mind. I had to learn about discipline. I had to read books on discipline. I had to learn through the habits of others how to cultivate discipline. And it helped, it helped. So yeah, it was vulnerable for me because at some point I got brought someone into my life, a friend, a business friend. and. On days when I won't feel like doing anything, like, you know, you just feel like doing Netflix and chill, basically. I would just want to just wake up, have some ice cream on my bed, and just watch Netflix. <laughs> you know, I love K-drama, so on days when I'll feel like that, and my friend would call me, what are you doing? And I'll say, yeah, I'm working on a document. But it's no document I'm working on, I'm just being lazy. Or sometimes I'm just drained. But I didn't know how to tell my friend that, ah, I can't function today. Like I just rather just rest. And then a part of the discipline part too, you know, it's not every time that you're tired that you rest. Sometimes you have to just keep pushing yourself, looking at the future goal or the future plan. But then on days that I'll feel really drained, I didn't know how to tell him that, yo, I'm actually tired, can I rest? So when he caught me the first time, when he came unannounced to my house and he caught me lounging, I think I was even having noodles. And he was like, oh, I thought you said you were busy with work. I'm like, yeah. I'm busy with work. Work is a plate of food right in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I, and it was it was funny because he just looked at me. I was like, "Let's talk. What's been going on?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." He's like, "Cheese some spill." And then this emotion that I did not even know I had inside of me just came out from nowhere, and I started talking and talking and. I cried a bit, yeah. I'm not proud of it, but yeah, I cried. <laughs> but even at that, it helped because after that part, I realized that I could actually be vulnerable with this person. So on days where he would message me like, yo, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm supposed to be working on this document, but I don't feel like it. And some days he'll be like, you know what, Chisum, you can do this, I trust you. Some days he'll call me and talk to me while I work or give me ideas. And then some days you'll be like, you know what, just rest. You've been so stressed lately. You know, that's the part about being vulnerable. It's not just about telling people how this thing affects you or letting the person know how weak you are. Sometimes you need them because they can give help with strength. They can help you with strength. So letting my friend know that, okay, I struggled with this thing and being vulnerable to like confide in him helped me because instead of now hiding from the whole thing, he was able to encourage me, he was able to give me confidence boosters he was able to help me so it got easier it got easier i don't have a lot of people that i discuss work with so trust me i really valued the friendship like i valued it so much moving on moving on the next one i don't want to talk about it but i gotta be vulnerable if i'm gonna be encouraging people to come on my podcast and be vulnerable so hmm. holy spirit help me don't worry guys i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm just i'm just trying not to cry <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding so moving on i'm going to be talking about my family vulnerability now um i don't know how to say this but this year i had to forgive my parents for 
a past situation that wasn't handled properly i don't want to go into details because it's a bit it's a bit um it's a bit personal and also on, on a settling experience and it's not one i want to like believe by talking about it but this year i had to forgive them and when i mean forgive it means come to terms with the fact that they messed up but i, I love them regardless and i'm going to forgive them and i struggled with that now let me tell you exactly why i struggled with it i think it was because of deep down i still didn't want to understand that my parents are human beings and they make mistakes you know as children we often paint these perfect pictures of how we want our parents to look like how we want them to act so just one slip up from them and you're like ah, so you're not even perfect you're not even this and i just didn't want to come to that thing in my heart that my parents are human beings like i have to forgive them not because of my they're my parents but because they are human beings human beings make mistakes and i struggled with it because this mistake has affected me in all aspects of my life it has affected me my self-esteem has affected my confidence level so you can imagine having to deal with this on a daily some days i go out and just one little incident and it brings back the whole emotion it brings back the whole wave i start to feel things that i wasn't feeling before so when i eventually came to terms that I, I had to forgive my parents. You know, when I say forgive, you know that I was still talking, right? I was still in very good terms with my parents, but in my heart, I had this this beef, I mean, use that word. <laughs> I had this beef with them. So when I mean forgive, I don't mean going to tell them, like, okay, mommy, daddy, I forgive you. No, that's not what I mean. I mean that in my heart, I had to forgive them. Now, when I came to terms with that realization, I was crying. I just told God that I really need to forgive these people. I need to forgive my dad especially. Like I need this feeling to go away. And I cried and cried. I wrote down in my journal and I prayed and I slept. Yeah, I slept off. And when I woke up, I felt so much lighter, so much lighter. And it has been a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful couple of months after that. Some days when there's a trigger, how I would have reacted before is not how I react now. This day, I just kick it to the curb and I'm like, get away, get away, get away from me. You get me? Then also dealing with present day choices. You know how our parents have this family expectation, like this present day expectation that, okay, I have a daughter. She's this, she's that, she's this. So she's supposed to be doing this. She's supposed to be here. And that's something that I'm dealing with right now with my parents. They have this whole expectation of, me being in a relationship <laughs> and i say relationship because <laughs> it's a part of me that i don't talk about because i don't like to talk about that part of me so when i got back home the first half of the year after the first half i'm almost like okay sami you know you're back what's the next step what's the next step who is the young man in your life and i'm like uh, there's nobody there's nobody there's nobody and at first she was like okay okay but then after a while she would drop subtle hints here and there and then she would say things like uh, i wish you just find a young man you're a perfect young lady you're doing this you're doing that so you just need a man to compliment everything and then at some point it was getting really embarrassing because we we'll go out and then the next thing she's looking at the young man that could actually be a suitable partner ah, 
I had to just get real with her and be like, Mom, let's have a conversation. And so I told her one of the reasons why I was staying clear of relationships and how I didn't want to be that vulnerable yet because I wasn't sure that I could handle it. Now, me being vulnerable enough to tell her took a whole lot of strength because if you know my mom, <laughs> if you know my mother, <laughs> it, was, it was a struggle. But I was able to drive home my message that this is not the time and I would appreciate it if you could just, you know, drop the subtle attacks, drop the subtle jokes and it helped, like it helped a whole lot, it helped a great deal. So I think that's it, it helped, that's all I can say, helped basically. Then when it comes to friendship vulnerability, <laughs> I don't know about everybody, I don't know about anybody but I can speak for myself and say that all my life I haven't really had much friends because I grew up in a family where we're not spaced out as kids. And when I mean not spaced out, I mean that it's just a year difference between my brother and I, and then just two years difference between my sister and I. So there's not much difference. So we're basically all growing up together. I went to the same school with my sister. I got into uni, spent a year alone. My brother got in. So, you know, I've just been having my siblings around me and I started to see them as my friends. That's a mistake that I made. But I don't think it's a mistake because I'm glad I did. It helped me get to know them better. So, I didn't have a lot of friends and I didn't think it was a problem till this year started. <laughs> and then I'm going through some things and I think I can, you know, rely on my siblings. And they're like, yo, 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 I'm going through things too. Give me space. And I'm like, okay. But then I give them space and I'm like, oh, I'm all alone, you know? And it was just a hard realization because at some point, I had to like actually think this thing through like yo I really don't have friends I think I have about two friends aside from that nobody else so it was <laughs> it was really really funny basically but aside from that I think it's good that I have two friends actually because even though they're not within reach physically most times they've been really 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 helpful like when I came back to Abuja and I had a chance to be one of my friends, I was so happy. Like he could see the the joy. Like the first the first time we hung out, I spent all the time talking and talking and being vulnerable and saying this has been happening. And he's like, "Just some breathe." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm breathing. I'm breathing." He's like, "No, breathe." And then like, "Okay, yeah, I'm breathing." <laughs> but then basically, yeah, I keep saying the word basically, guys. I don't know, but. I think that dealing with being accepted as you are is a struggle that most of us face in friendships and I think that's one of the reasons why I don't have a lot of friends because I struggle with being accepted as I am and not having to deal with the whole I want you to be this way, um, I think you should be this way to be more cool, you know, I don't subscribe to all of that so being around my friends that take me for who I am when I mean where I'm not talking about having negative sides or like, you know, your friends that are okay with you being quiet sometimes, are okay with you laughing, are okay with you being vulnerable, are okay with you making jokes, you know? They are okay with you being you, basically. I'm not wanting to change you just to, um, not wanting to change so that you can fit into society's standards. So yeah, I'm grateful that I have such kind of friends and I'm open to making a whole lot more, but I'm just taking my time because it's a vulnerability that comes with friendships and not everybody understands that. Some people want to be friends with you just because of what they can gain from you. Not everybody wants to be with you, be with you 
for the race, for the huddle. Like once you're going through some things, they flake out, and once everything is good, they come back in. And that's not how friendship is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a together thing, you know. You help me, we're here for each other, you get to spend time with each other, you get to talk about things, you get to be vulnerable with each other. So yeah, that's it, that's it. Um I think that's all we're going to be discussing in this first episode because it's supposed to be like a catch-up session before we start bringing the co-host on the show, before we start bringing the guests on the show, before we start bringing people on the show. So I really hope that you guys listened. I really hope that you learned a teen or two. And I'm so excited that we're doing this. I'm so excited. I do hope that you've learned a teen or two from this episode. And if you have, please don't keep it to yourself. Share with your friends, your family members, your sister, your brother, who you think needs to hear this vulnerability content because it's, it's something that we all need to, to talk about. People are not talking about how they want to be vulnerable, but they haven't seen the right chance to be. Uh, my, my friend is organizing this um, session where you have a lot of people, just random people come and just offload, come talk, come listen, and just basically offload from all the stress. Be vulnerable if you want to. And I think it's such a wonderful thing for people now because a lot of people want to be vulnerable, but they just don't have people they can be vulnerable to, people they can open up to because if they don't trust them or they're scared that they're gonna get hot. So I think it's something that we all need to talk about. Feel free to reach out to me if you have questions and also if you have topics or questions that you would like us to cover, if you have suggestions that you would like us to talk about on this issue, or if you also love to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to me, let me know. I look forward to all the questions. You can reach me via email at somipalast.com s-o-m-y-k-p-a-l-a-s at gmail.com or on socials at keeping it real with somi we're on instagram on twitter we're on facebook so either way just reach out to me let me know just holler at your girl basically (laughs) so thank you for listening i look forward to our next episode and i'm not going to divulge who our next guest is who our first guest is going to be because i want to keep you on toes (laughs) so yeah thank you guys for listening i love you and god bless you Bye.